You can follow me at Bo Schwartz, but you can also find me on twitch.tv where I live stream my Hearthstone Arena runs. Uh, my username is or, or if you want to do something else, you should probably do that instead. <laughs> <laughs> also, ladies, he will have an eHarmony account soon. No, I don't need eHarmony. Man, I make girls swoon when they walk by me. Really? Yeah, I had a nice I've little, never seen that. You've never, well, you're a guy. You don't pay attention. I guess that's true. Yeah. but You uh, do have a manly beard right now. It's pretty manly. I know. I'm actually pretty sexy right now. I get a lot of double <laughs> Someone is that a real beard? You're now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hello and welcome to Good, Bad, or Bullshit, dropping the gavel on topics that matter. Joining me today is Mr. Crofton Steers. Crofton, hello. Oh, Happy New Year. Ah, Happy New Year to you too. Also joining us is, as per usual, is Mr. Michael Hodgins. Michael, how are you doing? I'm doing very fine. It's the end of 2013, so I'm looking forward to a new and even uh, numbered year. Yeah, 2014. It isn't even numbered. That's the most exciting thing that I can think of about 2014. <laughs> yeah, that's the best. <laughs> I'm like, eh, whatever. But uh, I also want to say hello to the listeners. We don't acknowledge you guys enough. So, hey, listeners, how are you doing? Um, did I say my name? My name is Bo Schwartz. I also want to make sure I let you know who this voice is. Yeah, 2014's coming. Have you made any New Year's resolutions, Mike? Me? Um, no. Pretty happy with my life. Uh, <laughs> Great. That's uh, but I, but no, I know you know maybe I have. Maybe I have. I, I think I need, I, I'd like to uh, focus, and I've been doing this, I have been doing this over the past few years, but I want to try to focus more on the positive things in life, uh, the things that I think add value, make me a better person, uh, make the world a better place, that sort of thing, just little things. I want to try to focus on the good things and, and be aware of good things that have happened. I saw someone, uh, I, saw some, I think it was on Facebook, someone posted this like jar, they had this jar and they were going to write on a little slip of paper, try to do it once a day, something nice or good that they saw happen or did or whatever. I'm like, that's very positive, so I'm going to try to be more positive. Oh, that sounds real good, Mike. And uh, Crofton, do you have any uh, resolutions uh, this year? Positivity goes through to this review today that we do. He's like, bullshit, bullshit, bad, bad. <laughs> exactly. uh, but uh, I'll write that and put it in my jar. <laughs> it's still 2013. Um, yeah, that's true. Get it out while you can. Uh, resolutions? Uh, no, I, you know, I don't really have any resolutions, but I definitely do. I tend to, because my birthday is on December 31st, cheap pop for my birthday, um, I tend to I tend to take a look at the year as a whole when it's over and be like, is this a good year? Is this a bad year? Or is this just a bullshit year? And I definitely did that with 2013, and it unfortunately for me falls on bad. So yeah. I'm looking I'm looking forward for 2014 and uh, out with the bad, in with the new, I guess. So how about you, Bo? Um, wait, wait. Before Bo says his resolution, I have one for him. Quit smoking. <laughs> yeah, that's a good resolution, except I feel that resolutions by definition are doomed to failure, so I don't actually make any New Year's resolutions. <laughs> I, you know, Stop smoking just means continue smoking. So maybe it'll... you should try to smoke more cigarettes. Uh, oh, wait. Maybe that'll work. <laughs> I resolve yeah, to smoke five packs a day and then die. Oh, and then so I'll definitely stop the smoking. Homer, Homer Simpson <laughs> motto of why try. Yeah. But um, <laughs> one of the interesting phenomena that's come up, and I, I don't want to dwell on it too long, was um, I did get an email from Facebook saying what my top posts were of 2013, which is kind of this new thing. Because like, not only should we look ahead, but we can look back on our year and say, well, what happened in 2013? 
Um, and according to my Facebook post, it's a pretty lame year because I think my top posts were just sharing like cat yeah. videos. Man, that's like the recipe for, <laughs> for like, sadness. Like, oh. Facebook posts. <laughs> it wasn't like my birthday or anything like that. So, yeah, but um, you know, Facebook did a year in review thing. I just noticed that this year they're like, "This was your year in review," and then they sent you a bunch of like photos that you were either tagged in or or yeah. that were put up there. I was like, man, about five photos came up for 2013. On the flip side, they were all good things, so I was like, "Oh, sweet, that's not that's nice." Yeah, well, at least they were good for you. Mine were just pretty like blase, and I use those social media services a lot. So anyway, all right, you want to just want to get new topic today? Let's start up the machine. All right. Who does that again? Oh yeah, Michael. <laughs> what have you got for us? Oh, um, the topic today is cloning. Cloning. All right. Um, I definitely love to clone myself. Oh God, really? Why? <laughs> uh, See, a, oh, I know why. The world man, needs more of me. No, because then you could accomplish your New Year's resolution of smoking five packs of cigarette a day between the both of you. <laughs> I can imagine his uh, first moments being like, I'm so glad that you're awake. It's good to have another me in the world. We must now smoke many cigarettes. And then we just get right to it. <laughs> um, I. It's funny because I was... When when Mo's like, I would love to have a clone of me. It immediately made me think he wants the clone's organs for, <laughs> for when he for when his organs fail. He needs new lungs. But then I thought about it, and I was like, man, that's one of the good things about cloning. If you can just clone individual organs, well, then you know you could use them for medical think, procedures. Think, and about, stuff. think of the. All, it's not really about getting organs. Think about all the hijinks you can get up to. You could go on um, like dates with multiple partners or whatever and switch it up and you know all that kind of stuff you know like a classic comedy trope you would have a clone okay I'd... so <laughs> i'd like to let, let's okay cloning i think is when you take you know genetic material so we're talking about cloning bow and then you would take his dna sequence and to produce an exact replica of him using his his dna so it'd be like having an identical twin what I always find funny that the people always talk about, and I think that bad science fiction movies uh, often do, is, sh- is show that clones that somehow, like you're talking about, like, oh, think of the hijinks we get up to. And I'd be like, yeah, in maybe 35 years when that clone grows up and is the same age that you are now, like, wh- like it's not going to uh, emerge as an adult, it would emerge, it would emerge, it would still have to go through the same processes of growth that any other like living organism because what you know what's the first thing that cloning of dolly the sheep you guys remember that whatever uh, in the I 90s re- yeah i remember hearing about it but its significance was not evident to me other than to joke about it right well it was the first cloned animal so i think that's pretty significant yeah it was the first well i mean it's significant i just didn't understand i think what that would mean for humanity like because the point of cl- like did they fully clone the sheep like yeah they clone the sheep but but the, the deal is it's not like you just take a adult sheep out of some cloning oven it's like i think they just replicated the dna and i think to do it i mean and who knows how it will evolve over time but at the moment i think what they do is they take say a, a, an egg like a human or not a human egg but an, an, an mammal embryo. egg or whatever okay. yeah and they and then they implant the, the dna sequence of an existing uh animal say in that case dolly the sheep into the egg uh, and then I th- somehow through their 
they're able to then reproduce the same sheep. Like it's not like it starts that you just make an adult. It still has to grow and develop. So, right. It's dude, not. It's yourself. not a duplication. It's a clone. It, it. It's not an exact duplication of a moment in time where somebody is 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 duplicated at that moment in time into another yeah. being. It's it's, it's still a development of a new individual with the same DNA uh, indicators and all that as the original. Um, the the thing is to me, there's there when talking about cloning. There's two sort of giant tropes. There's what's being done in science, and you guys already mentioned Dolly the sheep and and the continued work in in uh, and there's a lot talk of stem cell research and and cloning, the uh, very real research surrounding cloning. And then of course there's the science fiction of cloning. Uh, Mike talked about some of the bad stuff, and there's a lot of that, but there's also some neat neat uh, stuff. There's fun stuff. There's dark stuff. Uh, you know the replicants in Blade Runner are a mix of androids and clones and stuff. Like there's there's and we talked about AI a little while back, and I had, you know, maybe opinions ag- against the mainstream on that, and I I may be in the same boat on this. There's certain things I like about where cloning is now and in the medical. Uh, possibilities that it provides, but uh, the whole science fiction thing of, of cloning. And if you could, let's say, Mike, you could pop out a duplicate Mike, your age, uh, you know, tomorrow. Would that be worthwhile? You know, would that be worthwhile doing? And what is the point when we already have all these population product problems to create exact duplicates of someone else, except for you know, narcissism of billionaires or whatever. Well, and, a lot, and some science. When I was thinking of the bad science fiction, I was thinking of this one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I can't remember the title of the movie, eh? but where these people would clone themselves, and then but they download their memory into the new clone, so it was like immortality. Um, but I still think that that stuff. There's no science to back that kind of stuff up. Downloading your brain, it's just it's it's a neat it's a neat concept, sure for for a story, and that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. But I think that where um, there are interesting things and interesting applications and useful applications are things like, say, so we all know that, that Bo's lungs are going to need replacement in a few years from his heavy smoking. So if you could clone his, if he could clone his own lungs, uh, you know, then they could be implanted to him and, and in him and not be rejected because that's a big issue with, with, uh, with with tra- you know with transplantation uh, if your liver you know if you drink a lot uh, like our friend Marty one day you might need a new liver and then he could just clone you could have it cloned and now they're even talking about they've started I think to do this I may be wrong uh, but I think they've started to look at using pigs as kind of um, uh, like clone warehouses <laughs> where you can you know grow these organs like you can grow a cloned organ or human organs inside a pig because it needs some kind of support system it seems messed up but but i think that, that clearly there's there's interest in that when a lot of people you know were basically waiting for car accidents to get transplant victim or people who need transplants new organs if you could clone them well it'd be easy easier yeah well it definitely be easier but then there's the question of uh how humane is this actual industry like to you know, we use pigs. I guess we eat them and do various things with them. But now to use farm animals for harvesting body parts—is that are we okay well, with that? Well, we use them. We do already use them for <laughs> harvesting body parts, which we then consume in delicious no, meals. No, but consumption being a little different than uh, 
you know, for our longevity. You almost feel like a vampire, you know, like you would suck the blood of a, you know, beautiful young woman to, you know. Yeah, but Bo, I mean, I don't want to go back to this. That literally, that's what we do with animals. We drink <laughs> their blood and eat their yeah, bodies. Okay, so retain their nutrients and and to continue like, living. I, okay, I, I mean, yeah, I just. Yeah, so I guess you have no moral dilemma with also using well, I animals. Well, if I'm going to eat an animal, I don't see what's different about like, oh, and maybe I can also stick its kidney inside me. Well, great. <laughs> I think that one of the big moral dilemmas is is actually what would be considered the playing of God, you know, the creating life where there was no life before. And I think that a lot of religious groups in particular have huge issue with that. Yeah, well, we create yeah, life all I the time with our usual organs. Like, yeah, I guess that's yeah, just well, my it's rebuttal. Like, it's like, well, okay. Well, and we're not talking about creating new life. First of all, we're using a, your own or you know an existing DNA sequence, and we do play God all the time, and as do religious people by interbreeding, you know, producing new species through selective breeding. Like that's been done for thousands of years, so it's just done on a slower scale. Yeah. So, really saying that's that's uh, um, uh, there's merit in that argument, but I'm saying there's a lot of. Bo was right to touch on the fact that there is a lot of controversy surrounding cloning, and and it comes from all different groups for different uh, different reasons. And I know, like in, for example, in the states, the research into stem cells, uh, which help uh, people with Parkinson's and other diseases um, have met many hurdles in legislation in multiple states banning the research due to uh, controversies surrounding it. And a lot of a lot of those controversies are stem- stemmed up by organized religion and that sort of thing. So, yeah, but I mean, they just might be prudes, right? And, uh, you know, I, I know popular opinion can sway whether or not you can do research. I, I don't feel that there's the same ethical issues around cloning as there might be around things like, say, abortion. Even though I'm a I'm pro-choice when it comes to abortion, I can understand, you know, uh, a religious person's, like, opposition to it. Uh, but someone, something like cloning, I find a little bit strange. If it's your own uh, genetic material, like if I, you know, if I need some kind of organ transplant, shouldn't it be my right if, if the technology exists to use my own DNA sequence to, to replicate a liver that is essentially the same as the one I already have, just in better working order, and put it in? I, 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 I'm unsure where the ethical dilemma is with that. Well, yeah, I, I think it's more, I think the ethical dilemma are more on, on the extreme. So it's about the creation of life as opposed to just harvesting organs. Because we harvest animals for organs anyways. I think that the debate is more about the eventual possibility of cloning cloning an actual person. Um, even if it's not like the science fiction, you said the trope is kind of inaccurate that you could just clone yourself in an exact moment of time. But just the simple idea of actually just making a perfect... Like, cloning presents the idea of procreation without procreation. I think I like I that is a distinct possibility. That's but, like, true. That, you know, that's, inter- that's an interesting. Yeah, and and I guess there's some sort of sanctity. I mean, they have problems even just with various forms of you know sexual preference, let alone uh, cloning. And I think cloning is just sort of this. Um, I don't know if that's exactly how they'd articulate their view, but in my mind, it just sort of it bastardized the traditional marriage, the traditional way of procreation, and the traditional family structure, the status quo that uh, a lot of the large religious uh, belief systems 
you know, put forth as the way to live. So marriage is between a man and a woman. You, you know, have kids, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. I think when there's scientific involvement in the creation of human life, it makes people uncomfortable. That's right. that's what it comes down to. Okay, but how about this is a, is a kind of counterpoint to that on ethics. So, for example, say the, I don't know, the dodo bird, which is, which is, was made extinct by human beings not so long ago, or any of the other animals which we are causing to go extinct, uh, you know, every single day. Now, if we had technology, and and if there was the desire to that you could, and we had the DNA sequence of those animals, that you could bring them back into existence. All we we're essentially doing at that point is we'd have the technology to undo what some people would say would be a, a grievously horrible thing, which is extinguishing an entire species because of our own inability to stop destroying their habitat or hunt them to extinction and if we could use cloning to reintroduce those things back to the world in which they should have a right to be isn't that a good isn't that a good thing it's a way to undo harms that we've already done yeah it's funny because as you were saying that and, and i don't want to just completely change the subject so i want to say like i think we're all on your side mike that it's, that it's silly that I, if we I, have the benefit of science but it makes me think of Jurassic we're not Park. all on mike's side i wouldn't speak for me on this one like i i think that mike's mike's example there is an example that i would i would take issue with uh and i think i think that that's what um you know, in, in the case of the dodo bird, you're using an example in which that human beings probably played a large role in making them extinct. There's probably creatures that haven't lived, uh, that, that have become extinct way before mankind roamed this planet. Uh, and would we want to... Well, I was going to say just, Jurassic just, Park, man. I want Jurassic Park. <laughs> but, see, but see, that's that. to me, that's an example. When religious folks are like, oh, you can't play God, what are you doing? I, I see all the merits in, of cloning. I really do in health, in health uh, purposes. But like the idea of cloning and bringing back creatures from extinction just for the sake of doing it, I mean, I'm not super comfortable with that. I think it's arrogant and I think that it's not necessary. Well, what I find... I find that interesting because it's so, but it's not arrogant to destroy those species because there's literally thousands of species. I didn't advocate destroying them, but just as if I had a time machine, I wouldn't go back in time and bring them back. If something is done, it's done. That's uh, it sucks, and we move on. But like using using technology to unnaturally bring them back doesn't, to me, strike me as the the best use of cloning. Uh, And and. It's one thing to rectify an error that we've made as a race, but to then make make that to to go back and where where do you draw that line? It's like okay, we made these animals extinct, so we're going to bring them back, but we're going to go you know, I, but not the ones that other things have made extinct. You know, I I don't know. I find it's it's uh, dodgy. I, I I definitely like you know understand your your argument in that you know it's um there there's a certain line because you use the word unnatural and it's like there's a certain line where. Yes, we may have affected, we definitely affect the world as humans. And it's a question of, well, what is it just, well, yeah, we're humans and we affect the world. And if that means a species was extinct, then it was meant to be versus, oh, no, we totally like we're, we're irresponsible in this section. So we should undo that mistake that we made if we have the power to do it. And what is that line where it's like we can use that? And that use of the word unnatural where it's like, isn't it all natural? Like the fact that we can create human, I mean, it's 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 natural that we're able to learn things and to replicate things. Like it's very it's a very difficult moral question where you're like we should resuscitate this species or or improve the 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 survivability of a certain type of species, but not this one because we, you know and that's where we're playing God. We're like no, that one was meant to go extinct. 
and to and to build on that, there are tons of if you use that rationale, there's tons of things that human beings do with life that is totally unnatural. There is nothing natural about the domestic dog. We created that. There are there are breeds of dogs like the the British bulldog, which cannot exist in nature. All British bulldogs are born through cesarean section because they've been bred such that they can't live. But we are produce- of nature, though. Like that 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 no, no, semantics. No. Like, well, we are of nature, so it's, isn't it all natural? But that that like, that's what I mean. It's a, it's a, it's a, where do you draw, like what's playing God? Is playing the God like engineering a species through through specific selection? How is that different than playing with the the DNA itself or using or using DNA to clone an animal? I don't see that being much different than than just choosing which ones you want to breed and creating new new species, which we have done for thousands of years. Just I think this is just a technological step, and which brings with it, you know, ethical questions which are valid. But I don't think we should just throw the whole concept out the window. I'm not suggesting that for sure. I'm just I was taking issue with the initial point of bringing the dodo back to life, and and. Uh, I I don't agree with the bulldog thing or anything just because and I don't agree with making the dodo extinct just because uh, I take issue with with the fact that we would go back and start be like, oh, we've developed the technology for cloning. So let's look at the species that have been wiped off and bring them back through cloning. Uh, Yeah, for me, that would. What don't you agree with about the bulldog thing? I just I don't I, I don't agree that the cro- that that should have ever been done. Like the oh, cro- ever the uh, cro- crossbreeding to 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 uh, to the extent where these bulldogs now have to be given birth through cesarean insection. Uh, uh, I would be opposed to that personally. Like I think I think that it's. Uh, but I th- but I would also say that that all of our agriculture is based on plants that did not exist in nature. We've created those through selection. So that's playing with genetics. It's just a different way. Like our whole agricultural system is pretty much based on things that are not, didn't evolve naturally. We made them. Uh, and it's so, I just feel like... I have less of a problem with plants and more of a problem with animals. Well, but but the thing is, I mean, that's just that's just applying more value to something with, you know, that you perceive to be a higher form of life. That's but it's exactly all right. If you talk yeah. to my dad, he'd it's tell you that the plant life. If you talk to my dad, he'd tell you that the plant life have souls. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm sure, and people have different values, and yeah. my values affect this. Just like, and I think that's the thing. You can't talk about cloning without at one point touching on people's values. I I think on one one end you have the extremely conservative uh, religious zealots that all cloning or any research into cloning is evil, and then on the other side of you have the free thinking to a dangerous extent mad scientists stereotype that just goes uh, that just goes too far the other way without any ethical or moral guidelines guiding them you know just pursuing the next hurdle so I think that there's there's somewhere in the middle that needs to be you know needs to be found and it's just uh, for for me uh, I'm, I'm not even into, as cloning evolves and, and research changes I'm not even sure a hundred percent where where I stand on it like for instance, if you we're able to clone body parts, let's say, so we're able to um, we're able to make a bunch of a bunch of lungs and livers and this sort of thing. Yeah, I, I, Daddy and, needs new lungs. It, yeah, and then there's people, there's like sick children or whatever that need these that need these things, and we're able to give them new lungs or and all that. That's fantastic. But if we have a bunch of Bose and Martys that are looking for new smoking lungs or drinking livers, then then. 
you know, I'm not shrinking I, livers. I, I find that that's not that's not a, a great use of the technology. You know, if you have fun. and and I know I know some people uh, are people I morally disagree with don't want to become organ donors now because they don't want to see their liver go to like a heavy drinker. And I'm like, are you crazy? It could be going to someone who really needs it. Yeah, but it could be going to someone who's just going to abuse it. And I don't want to enable them. I'm like, well, you're crazy, you know, like, but, but for cloning, it's, you know, it's a, it's a balance. Like once you have all this on the market, once, once it's, uh, it's, you know, where, where do you draw the lines? There's a lot of line drawing that you need to do with that sort of thing, I think. Well, I think cloning can alleviate some of those issues, though. So you know, someone's like, "Oh, I don't want to donate my 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 liver to you know an alcoholic who's just going to abuse it again." But if the alcoholic's like, "Yeah, whatever. Thank God for cloning. I can just you know clone my own liver and keep drinking <laughs> until the cows come home." I feel like it'd be their right to do so. Um, I feel like do you have do you have domain over your own DNA? Is it something that belongs to you? And if the technology exists to you know extend your life. Uh, or whatever, and you can clone body parts that help you do that. I feel like, yeah, I don't know that it's that horrible. Yeah, I, I'm kind of interested. Like, I, I like the way how uh, the way that science can improve things, and I'm kind of interested in more of the longer game of cloning, where um, you know it can give us uh, advantages in the future, help us live longer, help us be more resilient to disease and to you know the uh, to succumbing to age, that kind of thing. Um, and you definitely kind of, in various ways, you kind of foresee this sort of period where people get cosmetic uh, organ transplants and organ upgrades. Like, what about a third lung, or as Crofton mentioned, a drinking liver? Like, you, you, or is it kidneys or liver? Anyways, it's liver that cleans out the alcohol, right? Yeah, well, I yeah. think alcohol messes with a lot of stuff. Yeah, well, anyways, you could, you know, stra- going out, going out on a week long bender, strap on a spare kidney. <laughs> it's like a, you know, you can buy it at the the corner store. Um, I think that though, uh, overall, like, like this is the advantages that cloning research brings in all kinds of fields. And then there's just the idea of cloning itself. And, um, is, is the stem cell research a part of this cloning debate? Like, is that where they get the best sort of samples of DNA and stuff? Cause that's getting, getting, uh, I think the idea is, is, is it stem cells are like blank cells so that if you, tell them and maybe implant them with DNA of a certain type or, or certain genetic markers that they, you can say like, okay, stem cells make me some, make me some liver cells and then they'll start growing the liver. Uh, that's I think how they work. But there, there is a different issue I think as well with stem cells in that you can just implant them and they'll do stuff in your body as well. Okay. So it's not just, it's not just cloning, it, but, they but involve, I, mean, I, I don't want to get, we shouldn't get too into like genetic manipulation because that's a whole other issue. But they yeah, involve human embryos. That's why it's controversial. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, yeah. Whereas cloning doesn't necessarily. Okay. Though it, though it may. Okay. Well, you know, I'm just, I, I go back to it and I think that this stuff uh, provides a lot of advantages to humanity. I still like the idea of, even though it's kind of science fantasy, uh, cloning, you know, making a copy of myself and getting up to shenanigans. Um, and I like the idea of bringing back species. I, I just wouldn't, I don't see what the point in not bringing back a species would be or to help bolster a, its population or help repopulate um, through cloning. So um, I think I'm ready to get into verdicts. I don't know if you guys have anything else to offer. I'm not no, terribly, I'm, I'm, good. I'm not terribly knowledgeable on the subject. So um, my sense of it is that, it, that there's a great benefit to 
mankind in terms of the kind of research that it does. And I think the fact that we can grow unique individuals without the necessity for sex is kind of also an intriguing proposition, just in terms of just even having that ability is kind of great. And, um, you know, there's a lot of that 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 um, kind of science fiction that's sort of a, I don't know, it's like a moral morality tale, you know, like in the future where people who have genetic enhancements from birth or a different class of citizen than other people might be an issue. But I think actually giving, like, there could be genetic enhancements, for example, that help us endure space travel, which is something that is... You know, something we're going to be doing at some point in the future once the population of this planet reaches max capacity. We definitely want to be going to Mars or going to wherever else. And um, there may be ways that we can tolerate space or, you know, some some speeds at space that genetics can provide us insight to. So overall, I'm going to say that uh, cloning is uh, essential for the future of humanity and that it is good. I'll go next. Um. <laughs> I would just like to, to state that there is, I think, a difference between, and Bo, you were kind of meandering into this, so I don't want to say like crap on what you were just saying, but between genetic manipulation and cloning, I think cloning specifically is recreating, you know, an existing thing. Yeah. Genetics and genetic manipulation is, is a whole other topic, which which I think is linked to this one, so, you know, fair enough. But anyways, uh, I, I think I was saying a lot of, you know, stuff about the positive aspects of cloning. I see the ethical dilemmas, and I think that every time a new technology emerges, uh, especially one that deals with things like genes and what makes up living beings, that there are always uh, ethical issues attached to those. And those ethical issues are worthy and uh, of debate, and we should have those debates. Uh, but I don't think, you know, I don't think we should assume that they're negative. I think we should see where the applications um, are useful and positive to to humanity. And uh, so, yeah, I, I think that cloning research is good. Yeah. Um- like as I mentioned in the the one where we talked about artificial intelligence, and I find that we're we're treading a lot of similar ground here. I believe in science and and definitely research, uh, but science and research that's tempered by moral ethics, strong values, and and standards. Um, and I, I don't I don't think those moral ethics or perceived moral ethics can overshadow the the very real science at work. So when I see these uh, religious groups that are that are denying all advancement in research and all this due to their to their values that that upsets me. But I do think that it I do think that conducting science and research with no uh, uh, no regard for for moral ethics values and standards just to say hey we can do this hey we can bring back these these extinct creatures hey we can you know um uh, clone ourselves or, or or bring bring back our deceased fathers or whatever i don't think that that's that's necessarily the way we should be heading that said I enjoy cloning science fiction. I enjoy uh, the possibilities that cloning brings and the very real improvements to our lives that it could it could provide in the future. And if it continues to be regulated as well as it is and that sort of thing, I have no choice but to also find cloning a good. 
All right. All Three right. good. Very good. So I think we're all on board to have cloning. Um, one of the fears I have with cloning, just just briefly, is I'm we're gonna I'm gonna wake up and there'll be me standing over me and then I get shot in the face. Because you know that's he's taking. Yeah, yeah but like you said, Bo, that's unlikely. It would be a baby. Oh, it's a, it, as far as we know. Who knows what secret societies are doing right now? They may be well more advanced than we think, and there could be a whole other planet Earth out there. Okay, I'm just uh, uh, exaggerating. <laughs> <laughs> also, right. bear in mind, Mike, it would be a clone of Bo, so it's uh, very much more likely that it would try and usurp its position more than our clones, which would Actually, just be happy-go-lucky. No, no, because Bo's clone would mean to get up and kill him, but then he'd sleep in until 3 and say, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. And then he never did. Uh, okay, okay, okay. All right, well, on Let's that note, I'm going to go take a walk over to the mailbag. Really and just looks like All right, and uh, we did get a message from uh, someone named Pascal on Facebook. And uh, Pascal, thank you for your message. Uh, he says... Regarding your analogy of Bo lending $100 to Mike, who's offering bank services to Crofton, I think that the analogy is somewhat naive. My understanding is that banking works more like this. Bo lends $100 to the bank, and then the bank offers a banknote to Crofton, who everyone agrees is as good as money. The phone boutique will gladly accept the note in exchange for an actual phone. Um, so I guess the analogy was that, uh, Mike, you'd, you'd, you'd take my money and lend it to Crofton for a Yeah, yeah, well, uh, yeah, let's yeah. just go on with his letter. Yeah. So now, now where it gets twisted is here. The bank is actually allowed to emit additional $100 banknotes, say, to Crofton's mom, his dad, his brothers, up to, say, 10 times, as long as they respect the reserve requirement of 10% in the vault. Keeping the example of 25% interest rate on these loans, when all is said and done, the bank will have made $25 times 10 minus $1 given back to Bo. Crofton's family will have been royally screwed, but they'll be happy about it since they have the latest eye gadget, and the bank will be uh, lolling. <laughs> Laughing out loud. Uh, yeah, so um, I think the point he's trying to make is uh, just that um, actually we were pretty conservative in just how profitable banks are. Yeah, because like, they're allowed to stretch themselves so thin with the money that they they, they actually have. Well, I'm the one who made that analogy of the I lend Bo or Bo lend gives me his hundred dollars to lend out the crop, and he, and he's right in that that is an extremely simplistic view of how of how banks work. I think we're just using that to make a simple point. And uh, but uh, thanks for that, Pascal, because that is. It shows how much more twisted the banking system is to 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 get money from a stone. Like I, uh, I, I think that was it was well stated and, and point well taken. Yeah, um, I, that's Pascal Basha, who I went to high school with. So another one of my high school buddies, Bash. Thanks for writing in. And it's funny. One thing that I will say. Um, uh, about that is is when reading it, I had to force when Bo was reading it, I had to force my brain really hard to listen to it because I was wanting to tune out like uh, and Pascal did a good job of framing it, but it it's just all these things from law to banking and all this it it becomes so convoluted that it's very easy for people to tune out and just go with the flow, which I think he was sort of talking about with the eye gadget thing. Yeah. So I, I I see what he means for sure. Yeah, Thanks. Yep, yep. You've got the eye gadget. Who cares what's going on in the banking industry? It's all that matters. I love my eye gadget. <laughs> yeah. That's how capitalism works. Yep. All right. Well, thank you, Pascal, for your message. If you want to write in to the Good Bad or Bullshit podcast and have your 
Uh, very smart message read on the air. You can email us at goodbadbs at gmail.com. If you want to find out more about our show, you can find out on our website at gbbpodcast.com. There you'll find a link to like us on Facebook, which we'd love if you do. You can follow our Twitter account at goodbadbull and uh, get notified when we go live or when we post a new episode. Uh, finally, you can subscribe to the show on the site or you can just listen to the episodes right off the site. And uh, we've got links to iTunes, Stitcher, and just uh, links for your uh, the XML files for your RSS reader. RSS reader. <laughs> okay. Um, Crofton, if uh, our listeners want to find out more about what you're doing, where can they find Follow you? Follow me on Twitter, uh, and I haven't been tweeting that much lately, but just to be clear, it's at Crofton Steers and not at the real Crofton Steers. That at the real Crofton Steers is a clone, and I hate him. Okay. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize you had a doppelganger already on Twitter. You should get your account verified. I don't know how that works, uh, Michael. If our listeners want to, uh, you know, are interested in you, where can they find you? They can find me uh, protecting all my genetic material from inadvertent <laughs> cloning. Because you know, as much as it's annoying that Crofton got cloned, I will say the real Crofton steers about at least ten percent funnier and more insightful than the than uh, Crofton steers <laughs> on the but show. Damn it! Yeah, well, he's been cloned. You know, Cloning he has that access to. Enhanced and cloned. Ah, oh, yeah, my worst yeah, but nightmare. I, but I want to make sure I'm never cloned. When 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 Mike Hodgins leaves the universe, you'll never see another one. Wait, hopefully. somebody somebody just rang my doorbell. One one sec. I I just I just need to. Yes, yes. Hello. Oh my God, it's me. Put. Oh oh my run, God. Get out of trem- there, Crofton. You got to run. Just stop. I mesmerized. He's tremendously good looking. Oh, 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 oh my God. Um, Sorry, sorry, guys. Um, we had a little static there for a second. I'm back. Hey, and it's the real Crofton Steers. I'm ten hey. percent funnier. Hey, real Crofton Steers. I, I think it's a good thing that you're going to interject yourself into Crofton's life. He's getting kind of sloppy. Wait, this is Crofton. There's being no changes here. Okay. Yeah, but this is the great thing about cloning is that even if that did tra- transpire, I wouldn't care because it's the same genetic material. So whatever, it's new Crofton, same Crofton, whatever. Wesley.